Hey hikers, welcome to the Thruer Podcast, where we talk to new and experienced long distance or through hikers about their adventures on and off trail. I'm your host, Cheer. Today, we are catching up with Courtney, who is trekking along the Pacific Crest Trail. Let's listen in. Hello, this is Cinderella providing another update on how the trail has been going so far. In my last recording, I talked about crossing into Oregon, which was super exciting, finally being in a new state. And so within, I think a couple days, I was in Ashland, which I was super excited to visit. Had heard it was a cool town, and so ended up basically double zeroing there. I did really enjoy Ashland, but unfortunately, like some other people, I ended up getting sick and needing to isolate myself for... A little bit and so I don't really want to get into that too much except to say that it clearly made uh, completing the two-week challenge hiking Oregon in two weeks um, impossible for me which was okay it wasn't necessarily something that I had um, planned to do from the start although I had kind of considered it particularly knowing what pace I had been able to do in Northern California and that Oregon is known for being a relatively flat section of trail. But anyway, after keeping myself isolated, I really did enjoy uh, Southern and Central Oregon. I, during this time, got to meet up with some friends um, who I knew or or they knew were going to push ahead and so that was nice getting a chance um, to spend some time with people who I knew I'd be saying goodbye or at least um, that I knew I wouldn't see until after the trail. And that also included someone I'd been hiking with for about two months and gotten really close to um, who had to leave the trail for personal reasons, so I'm really glad I got that time with them. I also really enjoyed Southern Oregon for the amount of lakes I was able to see, um, starting out with Crater Lake. And so to hike the Crater Lake Rim Trail was an alternate that I had known about since the beginning of my hike and I had never gone to Crater Lake, it sounded beautiful, but if you would have asked me at the beginning of my hike when I was trying to be um, a bit of a purist or stickler as much as I could, I probably would have not done the alternate or potentially tried to, to hike the rim trail but still go back and hike the actual PCT as well. Um, a nice thing about Having to go through fire closures and skip some sections of trail, as I think I've talked about a bit, is that it kind of, uh, in my mind, gave me the freedom to do alternates, as I knew um, I, I already hadn't hiked 
every inch of trail. And so it was a bit smoky in Southern Oregon around that time, but nonetheless, I'm still super happy that um, instead of the PCT, I did hike the Crater Lake Rim Trail. It was definitely still a much different experience than people might think of when they hear about or look at Crater Lake. It's known for being an incredible clear blue color, and when I saw it, it was pretty much gray, but I was still able to see Wizard Island, which is, I believe, a caldera itself in the middle of a caldera, which is pretty incredible. And so while I do hope to visit again in the future, when I have um, a little bit better conditions to see the lake, I was still really glad that I hiked that alternate. The section after that was full of lakes as well, although on some of the days when it wasn't smoky, it actually got a bit cool and foggy, so I didn't really do any swimming, but they were lovely to walk um, along, as in some cases the trail passed by the shores of multiple lakes and ponds throughout the day. Although, as I said before, I had to take a bit of time off and so wasn't able to do uh, the two-week challenge. I did use Southern and Central Oregon as an opportunity to push myself and try to do some bigger mile days. I do think that in the future it could be interesting to try to come back and see if I could do the two-week challenge for real. Uh, maybe stop by all the lake resorts and get some french fries to fuel myself, maybe not zero, etc. Um, but it's also hard to say how much of that mileage I would have been able to accomplish if I didn't already have my trail legs before. So moving on from there, um, around Mackenzie and Santiam Pass, for those who are familiar with the trail, or I guess I should back up a little bit. Before then, um, the trail goes through the Three Sisters Wilderness, which, which, based on what I had seen and heard about, was very exciting to visit, or I was very excited to visit. Indeed, it was an absolutely beautiful area. It reminded me in some ways of the Sierra, where I was able to walk by meadows on the valley floor and have amazing views of the mountains ahead. There was a small protected section of obsidian, which I don't think is something I had actually seen in nature before. And then as I got closer to the two passes I mentioned before, was back to walking on pumice, um, starting with switchbacks up pumice, which was a bit difficult. It really does roll under your feet and you're even more worried than usual about falling on it but is just so interesting and unique to see. Off Mackenzie Pass, for example, there's a little observatory that itself is made out of hummus, which I walked up to just for that fact alone, but which also had a great view of the sisters and other surrounding mountains. Approaching those passes, I knew there was a fire closure coming up and both from what the PCTA was saying and what some other people ahead of me were saying, I knew it was going to be 
pretty difficult to get a ride directly around the closure and that I would probably have to um, cut even more miles of trail off and so try to arrange a ride where I could get as close to the end of the closure as possible but plans fell through. Fortunately, during that section, I ran into um, a couple hikers who I had actually been with in probably my first couple days on the trail, but hadn't really seen for quite a long time. And so one of their dads was coming to visit, so offered, um, we were able to get a ride into Bend and, you know, hung around for about a day or so. And then after that, he offered to come um, pick us up and give a ride, give us a ride around the closure, which was super helpful. I did have to skip more miles, however, so ended up getting skipping from, I believe, Santiam Pass to Frog Lake, um, which is unfortunately probably about triple the section that was actually closed but a lot of other people were in the same boat as um, to get on right after the closure would have involved I think a couple hours on pretty tough forest service roads that would be hard to negotiate um, even if you had ready access to a vehicle. So I got back on at Frog Lake and that afternoon or evening hiked to Timberline Lodge. Um, the section of trail right before the lodge was absolutely incredible. You know, I had heard about Mount Hood beforehand but didn't really know much about it and hadn't wanted to look at any pictures to spoil myself. And so it was quite, I guess, shocking to see how barren the area was, how volcanic activity that had um, resulted in pumice in other areas around Mount Hood and Mount Hood itself really just resulted in ash, which was almost like walking on sand. It was quite a foggy, spooky night as well, which I think definitely added to the effect of seeing the mountain as well as visiting Timberline Lodge, um, which, as some people know, features in some of the shots from uh, the movie version of The Shining, and so people will go in, take a picture holding an axe um, in front of the stone fireplace. Among PCT hikers, it's also known for having an extensive breakfast buffet, which I did contemplate, but um, as I eat a plant-based diet, I wasn't sure if I could really get my money's worth um, as much as some hikers really try to there. So I skipped that, but still got to visit the lodge itself um, before finding a place to camp for the night. The day or so after that, was um, still a bit chilly and, and foggy. Um, I definitely spent some time just in the zone. Um, there weren't really, didn't really feel like there was, were that many more people, at least going northbound on the trail, which was kind of interesting. So spent a lot of time just, you know, 
listening to audiobooks and podcasts and really try and get the miles in. My last day or so in Oregon, however, I had absolutely beautiful views um, of of Mount Hood again, and this time in a different light as uh, the fog and ash had rolled away, and um, just of, of the landscapes in the distance. So that was an amazing treat as I spent that last section um, pushing until the end of Oregon again, pretty much by myself and, and reflecting on the still relatively short time it took me to get through the state. So that's where I'll leave off for now. Um, like this year, it seems silly to be talking about you know, a giant section of trail, in this case, an entire state um, in just a single podcast entry, but it really was a whirlwind and kind of an interesting time that I um, unfortunately didn't take a lot of notes during or give myself the time to record while I was hiking and things like that. But overall, I really did appreciate the beauty of Oregon and um, really hope to return in the future Again, whether it's just whether it's <laughs> to try the two-week challenge again, or or um, see Crater Lake in a new light, or hopefully be able to hike that section that I missed out on. So um, that's it for now. I am actually recording uh, this entry in another new state. <laughs> Washington, but I will save my thoughts about that for my next entry. Well, that's a wrap. If you'd like to follow along on other platforms and or find out more about our through hiking community called Thruer, check out the links in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in and until next time, happy hiking.